0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Daily Word. I'm I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're going into Luke 7 again. And uh, I'm going to share verses 13 to 16 there. And then let's, let's talk about this passage just for a few minutes today. When the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. Then he walked over to the coffin, touched it, and the bearers stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you get up. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. The first thing that I want to I want to point out and make sure that we we see this and and dig into the meaning of this because it is so greatly significant in in terms of the the character of God, his heart overflowed with compassion. He saw her, and his response to that—the the Greek word here—and I'm am probably, probably going to mess this up, but it's splogzitsumai, uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure that's not that's not how you would really say it. But uh, at any rate, the important part here is that this is about the inward being. The, this is the indication of this this word that that Jesus was was moved in in his heart in inside of him he is he is moved and and so the translation here his heart overflowed with compassion there was there was a response in uh, in the lord in his heart to this this grief to this suffering and and remember as we read in the book of hebrews uh, this is chapter 1 verse 3 the sun radiates god's own glory and expresses the very character of God that is to say Jesus doesn't just reflect the glory of God he radiates the glory of God he is the Son of God second person of the Trinity of God Almighty come in the flesh when we see Jesus when we see his heart his character we are seeing the character of God when we see Christ and his glory his goodness the the weightiness the worthwhileness of his being we're seeing the glory of God and and so first of all let's let's see that the god of the universe is moved with compassion is moved at uh, our suffering at our at our grief such such good news this this is that god does not stand off in a way distant and and just ambivalent to our suffering, he is moved by our suffering. He he knows our story, he knows our tears, he, he knows our struggles, he knows our grief. The the second thing that I'd like to point out here is that there's this phrase in our in our passage for today the, the people say a mighty prophet has arisen among us. Now, what what are they what are they referring to here? Well, if we go back into the Old Testament, there are two Instances that are very similar to this, um, involving two great prophets, Elijah and the prophet Elisha. So, first of all, if if you look in First Kings chapter 17, you you see the story of Elijah and the widow of Zarephath. God sends Elijah to this this woman and her son, so that she would provide for him during this time of severe famine, and in fact there is provision in, in this for the woman and her son. She has very little food left, but as she puts her trust in God and, and makes food for Elijah uh, at the command of God, she puts her trust in God, she takes that step of faith. She and her son are provided for. The Lord never lets their food run out, all during the famine. So at one point we read that the the boy, her boy dies. And, and yet God, um, God, through Elijah, through his, his ministry, raises this boy uh, from the dead. Uh, Elijah is used as this, this agent of, of, of life, overcoming the power of God, overcoming death, uh, bringing the boy to life. Then there's another story, very similar, of Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 4. And, and this, this woman, um, it's, it's husband and wife and a, and a boy, that uh, is is essentially uh, uh, conceived by divine um, by divine help. Uh, she's not had children, been able to have children. The Lord enables her to have children, and and so the boy is is, uh, is very precious to her. She didn't, never thought she would have kids, and 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 then the boy dies. But again, um, the the ministry of Elisha, God by God's power. Uh, through that ministry he's raised and, and so there is this this history of these great prophets of God uh, being anointed with the power of God to such an extent that that uh, they, they can perform miracles by the power of God and, and so as they're seeing Jesus do this they're making these connections but I, I want to just take this one step further uh, in the story of Elijah and Elisha there's a personal connection with, with these folks. That's not to say that they didn't want to help people that they didn't have a personal connection with, but, but truly that's, that's the reason that there's this intervention, that there's this connection. But Jesus, so far as we can tell, he has no personal connection with the widow of Nain. Uh, the, it's not that they, they had um, relation in terms of like uh, Elijah and the widow of Zarephath, her providing food and shelter and the same with Elisha. There there seems to be no relationship like that. And what what I believe that communicates is that, that the Lord's overflowing compassion is upon all people. That is to say, there is a direct personal connection between Jesus and all people. Because all people were made through Him. He loves all people. He came to seek and save the lost. It was for God so loved the world and so we can know that there is a personal connection between us and, and Jesus Christ. And then finally, point out, uh, the Scripture says God has visited His people today and simply want to remind us that they, they didn't know how right they were. That in fact, God Himself had walked the streets of, of their town. And God Himself, the Son of God made flesh in Jesus, had raised this this boy from, uh, from the dead. And, and I, I would point this out in, in this respect that our salvation sometimes we make it just simply personal that Jesus died to forgive my sins and now I have salvation, I have eternal life in Jesus and of course that's true but, but let's not miss the larger aspect of the salvation of Jesus that in fact He came not just to restore us, but to restore all of God's good creation. He came to bring the new creation, to bring this restoration that one day will be made complete. Heaven and earth will be one at the return of Jesus, and and all of creation will be made whole. And, and, And so this boy's being raised from the dead is a sign of that new creation of that day that we read about in the book of Revelation when there will be no more death no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain, that in fact in this new creation, even that that last great enemy, as the Scriptures call it, of death will be defeated. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we get a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.